things. I okay. have mine right here. Okay. I have anxiety reports, cognitive function and behavior, digestive, drug dependence reports, <laughs> <laughs> fitness reports. Okay, let's go with drug dependence reports. Okay, okay. so right. it says alcohol dependence that I have a variant detected. Mm-hmm. So that means that I'm genetically susceptible to potentially suffer from alcoholism or be an alcoholic. Correct. Okay, yeah. that is absolutely true. It runs in my family and it's part of why I don't drink. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so I stay away from it. What about it. opioids? Um, cocaine dependence, no variant detected. Oh, yeah. 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 Hard time. Yeah. Hey, I have never ever I'll really been interested so. in. <laughs> oh, oops, oops. No, I mean, I, I, I will not sell you any. Jesus. Um, What's up, y'all? This is another amazing episode of the Lasagna Ganja Podcast. I am Mr. X to the Z Exhibit. And I'm your girl, Tammy, a.k.a. The Cannabis Cutie. Yes, and we are rocking and rolling. Today's going to be a very you episode. When I say you, this is going to be about science. Mm -hmm. This is going to be about four or five syllable words. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is going to be about... Okay, so this is more of a Tammy yeah, discussion Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys are going to geek out. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. I'm glad you guys are listening, tuning in. Uh, today we have somebody very special. We have Lynn May, mm-hmm. CEO of uh, Endocana Health. Endocana Health, yes. Endocana Health. And basically what the product is... Mm-hmm. Which is amazing to see how health and science are now being um, applied to what we do in cannabis, mm-hmm. right? So what this test does, mm-hmm. it's like basically like like Ancestry.com for cannabis, yes. right? You do a swab, you, you send it in, you get your results, and the results that you get back are very interesting. We're going to talk to him all about it up next on the Lasagna Ganja podcast. Okay, so health is wealth, Mm -hmm. right? Heard that so many times uh, throughout life. And, you know, for for example, I went to, uh, I've been on this health journey. I told you we started that in the first top of the uh, other programs. And, you know, I went to the doctor, got all these tests done. And, you know, I I am on this journey for real. I'm taking it serious. I went to a chiropractor today. Okay. Right. Um, I went to uh, Dr. Alex. He's uh, the 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 infamous Instagram. He be cracking everybody. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so me and my lady went in today and uh, found out I got some issues with my posture. Okay. Got some, you know, I had a, my disc number five and six in my neck is showing signs of arthritis. Ooh. I'm going to blame it on my chains, my gold chains. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but really, it's just, it's just, you know, shit I need to work on. Okay. Right. So I got to pop in and crack and crack my neck and my back and, you know, and, and pull my, my, my legs out from under me. And mm-hmm. I, it was, it was an amazing experience. I, I definitely know I got to work on my posture. So, okay. you know, that, and you know what else? What? I, I, um, I am preaching from the church of Dr. Scholes. All right. <laughs> You know, orthopedics <laughs> did a whole thing. I was like, oh, what? Because, wow. you know, I wear flat shoes all yeah, the time and yeah. I got flat feet, I think. Yeah. Well, you oh, know, oh I, wow. I, yeah, well, maybe. I, I don't know. The, <laughs> the jury's still out. Okay. So you're in orthopedics now. Right, dude. I mean, like, look, man, I, I don't want to sound old and shit, 
But ma'am, I wear I've been wearing like Air Force Ones for like since I was born. Okay. Right? And 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 Chucks. That's what you have on currently. Right? Currently, yes. yeah. Air yeah. Force Ones, yeah. Yeah. So I just banged. All three I of just us. you know, <laughs> I just banged out my little Dr. Scholes and my my lower back was that so I can I, I'm trying to get mobile moving around and okay. that's going to be the next thing. Okay. Right. So I wanted to make sure all my 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 engine wasn't going to blow up if I started. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so how you feel? So do you feel relief from all the cracking and? I do. Okay. I do. I do. Um, and I feel like it is something that I have to keep up. Okay. Right. It's not just a one time thing and you're fixed. It's like okay. you gotta you gotta. I'm finding new things to do with my time. Yeah. All right. And you know what I'm saying? And like investing back into me Let's is go. like a big deal. Let's go. All right. Yeah, self-care, you know, self-love. It's the most yes. important investment you can make. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, you know, we've been, uh, shout out to Dr. Alex. You know, my girl been beating me in the head with these Mel Robbins podcasts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm getting a little more positivity than I'm used to. Okay. You know, but I mean, it's a good thing. <laughs> So so that brings us back to what we're talking about today. Health. Health as well. And and finding out what the plant can do for you, supposed to do for you, and some of the things that we didn't know probably we are genetically, you know, disposed. Disposed to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it you're talking about your own personal health journey. So wouldn't it be nice to know everything there is to know about yourself? and then create a personalized protocol that's just for you? Because we're all different. Like we go to the doctor and they tell us, take two of these. Why do I have to take two? Why don't I have to take four and you take one? Because we metabolize differently. Mm-hmm. So that's the goal. The goal is really to personalize your medical uh, journey, your, your health journey. Mm-hmm. And looking at your endocannabinoid system is only one part of it. Man, that's what we do. We're talking to Lynn May, uh, CEO of Endocana Health. Um, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. And, you. um, man, I, you know, here we just, we call ourselves the Lasagna Ganja Podcast because we go through all the layers of, of, of what cannabis and culture is, mm-hmm. right? And so this is a, this is one layer that I don't think people really get into a lot. We talk about the medicinal purposes of, of cannabis, but this has to deal with directly on what we've talked about before, the cannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is directly um, connected to that. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. let's just talk about your journey with cannabis. Like what has been your experience? How did you, mm-hmm. what was your entry into cannabis and, and why are you so passionate about what you do? Yeah. I mean, uh, stories like I, I was the kind of kid that would sit in class mm-hmm. and like all these thoughts would pop in my head and a teacher would call me and be like, what? So I, I was in my head a lot and I got diagnosed with ADD. Mm. And when I was about 13, 14, my parents took me to a doctor and they gave me meds. Mm. And I can't say they didn't work. They just made me not feel anything. Mm. So I was hanging out with these older kids and like, before school started, they said, you want to smoke a cigarette? It's like, cool, all right, cigarettes. So it's hanging out with the older kids. It'll be cool to smoke a cigarette. I never questioned why they only had one cigarette. At the time, they had one <laughs> cigarette. So they're passing around, got to me, and I took a drag and I inhaled, and it kind of tasted different than regular mm. cigarettes. So I inhaled them again, and they were laughing at me. What? And they filled the cigarette up with weed. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I went back to class, and the windows in my head narrowed, and I could focus. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, you know, this is weird. So I mm-hmm. tried again, and I gave up all the meds, and that became my go to medicine. Mm-hmm. And my parents kept catching me, and 
eventually ended up kicking me out. But not only kicked me out, calling the cops on me. So I call, call, but the irony of it, they both take like products that we make, they did our DNA tests, all that stuff now. So now they're fans, but back then they kicked me, they called the cops on me and kicked me out. So I became the president of the Cannabis Action Network. So I fought for legalization, I was lobbyist. I held a rally at Independence Hall, I'm from Philly uh, originally. So I held a rally at Independence Hall in Philly. My keynote speaker was this woman named L.V. Masika. Oh, so wow. L.V. was one of the first people under the NIDA yeah. program to get federally prescribed cannabis. Isn't it crazy that we have the Schedule One substance, no medicinal purposes, mm-hmm. but then the federal government actually has a program that they gave cannabis to? Yeah. So she was my keynote. She lit up those federal USDA joint in front of federal rangers. Yes. And, uh, yes, like, because she could. Yeah, wow. You, she so could. you worked with Hobra at the can the 1993. Wow. That was my first I have read about her and spoken about her in my cannabis book club quite extensively yeah. for the work that she's done. That's uh, so, amazing. A crazy story with her. So after the rally, we get home my place. Everybody crashes my place, mm. and we got woken up to a loud noise. And my, I was dating this girl. She made me a sculpture. She's an artist, mm. and LV happened to walk in and broke the sculpture <laughs> <laughs> and she was felt so bad Aww. but she's has the general glaucoma she mm-hmm. can't see she's blind and that's the second time they ever saw somebody medicate and then she could see still wore her like big thick glasses mm-hmm. but i was like wait cannabis works for me for my add but also works for her for glaucoma yeah and uh, i started getting really really into that and then my ex-wife was like uh you have to get a real job. So I went to corporate, did like <laughs> work for Price Waterhouse, et cetera. And when I moved to LA, I was uh, in real estate. I met these guys and they wanted to open up an alternative pharmacy. I'm like, what's an alternative pharmacy? It's a dispensary. It was mm-hmm. back in 2009, 2010. So we opened up for first shop, was in Santa Ana called Cush Kingdom. Wow. And uh, then we ended up opening four more under the same brand. We're the exclusive home of corrupt Cush and Method Man's Blackout OG. Yeah. So that was, but the thing that really I was passionate about was the therapeutic properties of the plant. So I would notice two people will go in, they would consume the same chemical variety and have a completely different experience. It's like, why are we consuming the same product but having a different experience? Mm. So I really started getting the plant genomics. And I started working with this guy named Kevin McKernan who was the chief science officer of a company called Medicinal Genomics. And he's the first person to genetically sequence cannabis. Mm. And from there, uh, their parent company uh, was a, a company that was called Cordigen Life Sciences, and they were what's called pharmacogenomics. So pharmacogenomics is the study of how drugs affect an individual's body and how drugs interact with each other. So I started getting the human genetics. And then one day I was like, we have plant genetics here. We have human genetics here. Let's bring those two together. And hence started my company, Endocana Health, in 2017. Wow. So Endocana Health is where you can take a swab test. Mm-hmm. Um, you send in. And then what are the results that you get back? And specifically break down what you're actually looking for. Because, you know, when you do the ancestry, you're looking for places that your, you know, ancestors may have come from or been like. So what is the what is the purpose and what are the results reading back from uh, taking one of these tests? Well, I'll start with our patent. So the patent that we received is the use of DNA to make recommendations associated with the endocannabinoid system presented through a graphical user interface. Mm. And we just got approved uh, machine learning AI. So now we can use AI to start guiding people uh, to those specific inferences. But 
what we do is we look at every single genetic biomarker that is directly or indirectly associated with the endocannabinoid system. And you were just talking about the endocannabinoid system, which is the primary modulating system in our body. If our endocannabinoid system is in balance, then it helps to regulate all the other systems. Mm. So what we do is you look at all those genetic biomarkers, we show you what you're predisposed to, like think of it as a, a bunch of on-off switches. Mm. And this would be your ways of your life. This is your GPS. And so we're in LA, I said, I'm from Philly. I can get in my car and drive from here to Philly without a GPS. Now I'll make some wrong turns. I'll hit some potholes. I'll hit some traffic jams, but with my GPS, I will avoid those things. So this is your GPS of life. When you know your genetic predispositions, you will know what to avoid and what to consume more of. Mm. So if you have a predisposition to Mm, you know, some sort of stress reactivity, so anxiety, and you're consuming uh, cannabis that's high in THC with different terpenes like limonene and pinene that are more associated with like what sativa dominant uh, hybrids are, you may trigger that switch to turn on and have an anxiety event. I mm -hmm. talk to people all the time and say, I can't really consume uh, cannabis because it makes me stressed. I'm like, mm. well, what kind do you consume? Oranges. Like, that's what did it. Yeah, all right, <laughs> that's time. it. It's the citrus, it's the orange. Yeah, I've seen some people freak out on cannabis, like, bro. Yeah, and I know. promise you, it's like there's a subgroup of people who cannot do citrus strains. I am one of those yeah. people. It's like sometimes it's good. Sometimes my heart is racing so fast, and I don't know what's wrong with me, and I'm sweating, and I feel like I'm going to pass out. So Whoa. I'd be interested to see on my profile if it tells me to stay far away from anything that's I, I can like, tell you it already when when we just went over this before yeah uh, so that that gene called fa so yes. this is a perfect example so there's a gene called fa it stands for fatty acid amidohydrolase mm -hmm. so this gene it's all complicated but it's really simple it's the it's the gene that is associated with stress reactivity mm. so the people that are prone to this turn that on and they have a lot more anxiety and, and stress when your fight or flight turns on also it is can be triggered with those citrusy uh, kind of uh, chemical varieties. So your limonene, your, your, and also your pinene and things that give you that up. Yeah. So, but also without even cannabis being involved, if you have a, a stressful event, let's say, let's say that you're walking down the street, car flies out, almost hits you. So now you have a, a neurochemical event. So you have uh, some, some uh, adrenaline, you have some dopamine, you have some norepinephrine, you have some cortisol, all that is pumped in your bloodstream. Mm. Now, when your mind realizes, hey, it's cool, it's safe, there's no uh, fight or flight, you're, there's two things that happen. There's a reuptake of those neurochemicals and your brain secretes new neurochemicals. One of them happens to be anandamide. Mm -hmm. Anandamide is our endogenous endocannabinoid. So we produce that ourselves. So and and endogenous means it's already yeah, you inside. Saw that <laughs> <word>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm listening and I'm following, but for our listeners out yeah, there, yeah, so yeah. endogenous means basically just inside the body. Yeah. So an inside the body cannabinoid is a cannabinoid that your body naturally produces. Mm. Our own version of THC is called anandamide. Mm. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. That's exactly it. So we we produce THC basically our, ourselves yeah. and we consume it from the plant. It binds to receptor and it squirts out anandamide. Like um, runner's high, when we run, we right. get that high. That's anandamide. That's, yeah, uh, that's he, he, you don't know about that. Right. <laughs> right. Well, not, all, all that. not at all. <laughs> but you will because you're on your health journey. Yeah, I am. Right? Yeah, I am. You I'm might getting get there. Runner's high. I'm and getting there. Getting... I got to get my knees to it. Yeah, yeah. But we're getting there. Yeah, so, so we're in negotiation right now. <laughs> so the cortisol that stays in your bloodstream 
if it stays longer and you're prone to that, your immune system can overreact to that. Mm. And when it overreacts to that, you can have inflammation. So your inflammation starts in your joints, ankles, knees, hips, and all that stuff. What you're going through now possibly mm. is also that cortisol stays in your bloodstream. Mm. So you can subsidize what you're naturally deficient in based on consuming you know, THC or Delta 9. Mm. But the trick is getting enough that's personalized to you, not too much, and also the right terpene profile. Yeah, and I think that's my issue. I don't mm -hmm. have the paranoid issue, mm -hmm. but I mean, I've never had the issue with smoking weed. Yeah. Like, I, like it doesn't matter how strong it is, doesn't matter how, you know, what sativa, indica, hybrid. It, yeah. Like, I've never had those issues. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe, I don't know, maybe doing this test, I'll, I'll be able to figure out yeah, well, I'd I, maybe I'm just not e even paying attention to it. I'd love to compare my test with your test and like as well as like strains, because for me, anything that smells like gasoline, my nose loves. Um, and then some sweets and then other sweets are really off putting and make me feel sick when I smell mm. them, when I inhale, when I inhale them. So I'm really interested to see. Like if you have any of the stress reactivity that I have. Oh, like I got stress. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you react to it differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My, my reactions are way off. Yeah. How are you with edibles? I love them. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like I was, I would eat the uh, Corova uh, thousand milligram oh, yeah. brownies. Like, yeah. you know, I just bust them in fours and have one with some ice cream. It's like. Psh, no big it. deal. No big deal. Oh my that's, God. That's how I am too. Uh, my business partner, if he eats an ear off a gummy, He's out for two days. Oh, wow. He can't handle it. Yeah. I like to stick around 30. Um, somebody accidentally gave me a, about 150 to 200 milligrams, and I didn't know. It was one drink. I took it down, and then while I was watching the Super Bowl, I was like, what is happening right now? That's the <laughs> dumbest question. I was like, wait, I'm smart. Something's wrong. <laughs> I, yeah, got, I, I got some 300 milligram gummies right now. Yeah. And uh, I love them motherfuckers. I just, <laughs> I, I don't know who brought them in here, but I had one that had a great night. <laughs> Woke up the next morning and had an amazing a breakfast for <laughs> Caesar himself. <laughs> breakfast going down. Yeah, but th that's that's the whole thing. It's all, that's where all three of us have mm -hmm. completely different experiences. And yeah. so different, it's a personalized thing. So uh, you ask, what is it? It looks at, about 700,000 uh, 700, different genetic biomarkers mm. that are directly or indirectly related to the endocannabinoid system looks at metabolic function. So how you metabolize, dosing, which is really important, and also drug-to-drug -drug interaction. Mm. If you're on prescription medication, mm -hmm. we have a lot of people with contact us that are on SSRIs, so antidepressants. So there's an interaction between cannabinoids and antidepressants. Mm. So maybe you don't have to take them at the same time, like speak to your doctor or speak to one of ours. Mm. So these are all, we want to make sure that people have safe experience. When we met with the FDA, they said, what is the purpose of your test? And we said to help people either mitigate or uh, avoid an adverse experience. They said, great, we want you to do that. You can't make any claims, of course, Obviously, and you yeah. can't talk about a disease, but we right. can talk about symptomatic conditions. So. If it's not Parkinson's, but maybe it's about tremors that are associated right. with mm. Parkinson's. And that's really what we want to do. And the next phase is your endocannabinoid system, but it's doing your entire genome and then looking at all your health markers. So what are you predisposed to? What are your personal supplement and nutrient deficiencies? What are your hormone optimizations? So as you optimize your health, you want to know what's specific to you. And that's sort of the future. Of what is the difference between doing a swab 
and a uh, like a, a more comprehensive with blood work. So blood work usually captures a moment in time. So I'll give you an example. Uh, when I hate getting my blood taken, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's not the needles because I have tattoos, but it's like getting my blood taken. It creates a lot of anxiety. So I did my physical. I got my blood taken and uh, came back and got my results. And my blood glucose level was high. Mm-hmm. And the doctor I'm talking to, she's like, uh, maybe stress. I'm like, well, yeah, let me. She goes, if you're really worried about it, you can wear a glucose monitor. So I, I wore like a blood glucose monitor for a couple of weeks. But the point I'm trying to make is if you don't do that and it captures a moment in time, it'll say your blood sugar level is high and now they're going to put you on medication because it doesn't give you a over time kind of thing. Right. So what saliva does, and specifically with the uh, DNA test, it gives you genetic predispositions. Mm. So it tells you these are the things you may, you may be predisposed to, and here's your action that you can take to make sure you don't turn that switch on. As blood test is a very accurate test, but it captures that moment in time right now in the present. Uh, understood. All right, so um, let me let me look at this. I'm, you <laughs> know, for I have a question. How have you used Endocana Health in your results to improve your life? Uh, so in my personal life, mm-hmm. I evaluated a lot of things that I already kind of knew about myself. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I know that I am more prone to depressive states. Mm-hmm. So as I consume things that are maybe more on the down, uh, make me feel, and if I'm going through that in my life, I can tell that I'm sort of trying you know, spiraling in that uh, moment. So it helps me to know how to lift myself up. Mm. Also, it taught me a lot about how do I l- look at test results of different products. It's so important to look at test results and see what is a terpene profile? What is a cannabinoid ratio? What is my sweet spot? How do I navigate around that? And then, uh, you know, uh, I, I know that a lot of things that are going on, they're not genetic for me. So I can make specific changes in my life uh, so I don't have to worry about like having an anchor of this. It's in my genes. Mm-hmm. You're more empowered to make those changes. Okay. Um. So no, what, what I was going to say is I'm actually going to, do a test on myself today um, in studio. It's going to be amazing. We're going to get my endocana results. Wait, is that the spit or is that the swab? It's a saliva. It's sli- saliva. It's Here saliva, we go. Uh, no, I'm going to draw my own blood right now. No, Fuck no. everybody up. I didn't know if that was one of the ones where you have to spit for like six minutes straight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I no. have to do that with a, like my 23 me. Yeah. By the way, if anybody is, so that's one one way to get your results is the swab. So you would take the okay, swab so out. Look, so, so yeah, what I'm doing is I'm unboxing boxing it first uh, what it says what's in the box uh, uh, the first thing is a FDA approved swab DNA collection device and unique barcode registration ID I see it here yep. uh, bio bag for your DNA sample uh, rigid return mailing box uh, mailing bag uh, return mailing bag and prepaid shipping label oh that's nice mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to come out of pocket for this that's great okay instruction card our security policy account activation license key dna tracking barcode so that's what i'm looking at now i have my instructions here so let me get all this stuff ready you guys can keep going okay well one of the cool things about that test is i didn't even have to do that test i just uploaded my raw data from another um dna site so 
my uh, results were ready pretty quick. Yeah, you can do like 23andMe or Ancestry.com or any other DNA test. Yeah. You can take the data, upload it, and you'll get your results mm -hmm. instantaneously. Okay, so this is my return box here, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but so you would just uh, take the, the collection device, uh -huh. swab it into your cheek. Okay. Okay. And, and then and get this it. biohazard and bag put it in thing the bag. ready here. And that's it. Okay. All right. All right. Let me get this here. It's now, can you take the test high? Of oh course. shit! Uh, of course. Oh, I should have. It's I too late it. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, I mean, we here can we take go. a quick smoke break and then really okay, see. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so, so, and then how long does it take to get the results back? Two to four weeks. Okay. And then what'll happen? You'll log into your own portal. Uh -huh. Everything is HIPAA compliant and so de-identified. Okay. So as soon as you register. And we'll register you with that number. You will then ship if you ship your sample right now to the lab. Yeah, we all know they belongs to you because you didn't register. Okay, or we'll register you. Okay, uh, because it's all de-identified. You'll be issued a number, so we won't, and that number will refer to you. Okay, there we go, and and I'm ready to go. Yeah, easy money. <laughs> all right, easy money. My endo care, and I'm going to share the results with you guys as soon as I get them, and uh, and see what's going on. Yeah. Okay, well, how about we talk a little bit about my results after a smoke break? Though? Okay, cool. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Right here on the Lasagna Ganja Podcast. It's the Lasagna Ganja Podcast. I am Mr. X to the Z Exhibit. And I'm Tammy, a.k.a. The Cannabis Cutie. Yes, we are having a wonderful conversation about Indocana health. Yes. Brother Lynn is here with us. Um, it is amazing to hear all of the developments that you have going on with Indocana Health. Um, I just took my test. I'm going to figure out what my results are in, what, four, four to six weeks? Yep. And uh, we will see if I've been doing the right thing or the wrong thing well, I <laughs> with have my results. cannabis use. I okay. have mine right here. Okay. I have anxiety reports, cognitive function and behavior, digestive, Drug dependence reports. <laughs> <laughs> Fitness reports. Okay, let's go with drug dependence reports. Okay, okay. so right. it says alcohol dependence that I have a variant detected. Mm -hmm. So that means that I'm genetically susceptible to potentially suffer from alcoholism or be an alcoholic. Correct. Okay, yeah. that is absolutely true. It runs in my family and it's part of why I don't drink. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so I stay away from it. What about it. opioids? Um, cocaine dependence, no variant detected. Uh, yeah. 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 Hard time. Yeah. I have never ever really been you, interested in. <laughs> oh, oops, oops. No, I mean, I, I, I will not sell you any. Jesus. Um, no variant detected for opioids. Highly agree. I got, I had ACL surgery and I took the lower tab for like a day or two. And I was like, I am so good on that. I would mm. rather be in pain than feel like that. Yeah. I, so pain management specialists use mm -hmm. this to show their patients they may have a predisposition to opioid dependence. Okay. And then they may recommend something else. So okay. Actually, doctors change protocols because of that. This one in four people has a dependence gene. Okay. It's one of the reasons why we have this opioid epidemic. Mm. So if you already know this about yourself, why wouldn't every doctor look at you, your genetic predisposition before they prescribe you an opioid right. and look at, you know, phytocannabinoids is in the... Alternative to that. I agree because opioid dependence is a huge issue. I was just watching that Netflix series about the Purdue Pharma case, mm -hmm. uh, Addicted, I believe it's called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, pretty crazy. 
And then psychostimulant dependence, no variant detected, also agree. But if there was weed on here, <laughs> I wonder what it would say. <laughs> um, for, for people who, as we're talking about opioids and, and different things that people may take in place of cannabis, there's people that do not consume. And there's people that have, you know, interest in consuming, but are afraid of the adverse reaction mm -hmm. that they may or may not receive, you know, by consuming cannabis. So with this test, is that a way for people to find out beforehand what's right for them? Yeah, that, that's exactly what the goal of the test is to show people where the whole the potholes are in their own personal road. Mm. So I would say most of the people who use our test, they either had an adverse experience with cannabis before, uh, there may have a, a disease or a condition that they want to address. Or been told that it's the devil. <laughs> yeah, devil's lettuce, I get that all the time. <laughs> I, I, let's talk about this example. I had, we had a woman, uh, I'll call her Grandma Mary, and she, she was sitting in the assisted living facility and she's got diagnosed with cancer. And she was watching the show with uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta about you know cannabis, mm -hmm. weed. weed. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to try cannabis because she was getting really adverse effects from her chemo. Okay. And she went to a dispensary and uh, she told the butt there that she tried it in school or so, 50 years ago. She mm -hmm. tried it and she didn't like it. Okay. But 50 years ago, it wasn't the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So he said, I'll take some gummies and said, don't take too many. Take one, maybe see how you feel and uh. take another. And she had, first of all, she had stress anxiety, but then she had a psychotic episode. She actually was high for two days. Then she would tell everybody, stay away from devil's lettuce. But when we did her DNA test, we could see that she was predisposed to all those things. And she needed a more balanced ratio of cannabinoids. So it was CBD and THC, like more of a one-to-one, -one, different terpene profile. In the middle of her chemo, she would give her business card out to people because she became such a fan. Mm -hmm. So shifting that, makes all the difference in the world. And if you and if people have, look, some people want to sleep better, okay? And some THC, a lot of THC actually does the opposite for a lot of people. It mm -hmm. creates an active brain. So you're not, you may pass out, but your brain is still active and you're not getting the restful sleep. Mm -hmm. So maybe you need less THC, different terpene profile, yeah. myrcene instead of uh, limonene, et cetera. And then people that have pain, well, okay, you can take a lot of, analgesics like uh, like THC and it'll block the pain, but what are you doing to the root cause of it? Because the CBD will help to reduce the inflammation and maybe causing the pain. Mm -hmm. So this is where you really need to look at what therapeutic uh, ratio is right for you. And we also have care counselors. So one of the things we do is every single person takes a DNA test, can speak to a care counselor, and we'll, show, we'll explain the results of the test to them. And if they have a a condition that can speak to a healthcare professional mm. who telehealth, like a doctor as well. Yeah, I think, you know, with the reason why something like this, um, why something like this existing is amazing is because a lot of people assume that cannabis is like alcohol. Like, I'm just going to be high. And one of the things when we do like mushrooms or some kind of like psychedelic, we know to pro have a proper intention setting. We know to make sure that we're in a space that we're comfortable in, that we're around people that we're comfortable being around so that we can have a good outcome. And not a lot of people do that with their cannabis. And then some people are going straight to the ever clear version 
of cannabis before they even had a wine cooler. It's like, wait a minute, like 10 milligrams for somebody who has never done cannabis is a it might as well be 100 mm -hmm. because they're going to feel absolutely horrible if they're really sensitive to THC. So that's really dope that something like this exists because I feel like unfortunately until we can get medical professionals to actually give advice on this you're gonna have young people at dispensaries that are just there so they can have a job not everyone is passionate about being here and this is where we're like a big issue in the cannabis industry. So, yeah, so before you? you go for the Everclear, get that White Claw. Man, what? <laughs> Don't that, come around here with your White Claw when they tolerance. Say, if you're new to weed, get, go for the mids. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, go for the mids. They Maybe for the connoisseur, we don't necessarily want those, mm -hmm. but those are absolutely great entry-level products that are going to be much safer than going for like, yeah. you know, the heady stuff, the mm -hmm. really like high, you know, terpene, THC percentage, you know, top shelf. Six ounce yeah. dabs. Yeah, like stay away from that stuff. <laughs> With a blowtorch. And when I first, I took my first dab hit ever, yeah. and I've been consuming since I was like 14. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Yeah, it's man. like it hit oh, with a man. ton of bricks. It hit me, yeah, it hit me right away and I was like, Wait, this is only weed. I'll be okay. But I can imagine for some people it's never- It's intense. It, it can be an intense Absolutely. experience. Yeah. yeah. And then also like, I, I stress this so much on my platform. If you're new to cannabis, you need to get a journal. Like you are a doctor. Mm -hmm. You need to smell what you're putting in your body. Write down the strain name, where you bought it, what date it was harvested. Did you like how it smelled? How did you feel before? How did you feel during? How did you feel after? That is how you will figure out what you like and what you do not like. I promise you it works. It's how I got off the citrus and stopped having bad reactions to my weed. And now it's just a happy go time, like a happy go lucky time for me always. Cause I know and what you I took like. And the DNA test too. And I did take the <laughs> DNA test. I was one of the early people who took it. So yeah. I took it back in like 2018. Yeah. So it was very, very new. Mm -hmm. um, and I hadn't looked at it in a while. I think I tried to find the website and I think it changed from 2018 to now. <laughs> So I couldn't figure it out. And then today I'm like, oh, yeah, here it is. So it's nice to look back on that, too, and absolutely go even deeper. And, and you brought up, both of you brought up an interesting point. So I was at a at a, a 420 event, mm -hmm. and there was all these young kids there. And I was talking about what we do. And they're like, man, we don't need that. We shatter. We, we dab all day long. We don't need that stuff. Mm -hmm. We're good. I'm like, okay. So this one girl comes over. I'm like, yeah, uh, you know, what about edibles? Oh no, I can't. I'm like, wait, wait, you dab all day, but you can't do it. No, I can't do edibles. And then I had a crowd around me that everything changed because those people, different method of consumption means a lot. If you're smoking, you're actually doing, you're consuming Delta 9 THC converts and andamite. But if you were actually eating it, it goes to your liver, converts to, exactly, yeah. converts to a metabolite, which is 11 oxyhydroxide, Delta mm -hmm. 9 then goes back mm -hmm. and buys it as a different substance. And if you're prone to those adverse effects, it can trigger those adverse effects right. differently. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of people are like, oh, you smoke a lot. Why can't you do a lot of edibles? And you're right, because the liver is not playing in any kind of process with my inhalation, but it is when I eat. And I must be a really good metabolizer because I'm getting everything. Like I'm getting the <laughs> max <laughs> that it can go. <laughs> I am a cheap date when it comes to edibles. <laughs> Man, well, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me because I I need to take tremendous amounts of edibles <laughs> to have like a great time. I mean, it's like, it mean when anything. I have a strong edible, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm having a good time. Like, oh, this is good. But also you've been consuming for a long time. So your receptors are super bound, right? So you could be 
uh, a fast metabolizer, all those things of cannabis. But also, if you take a break, your receptors reset themselves mm -hmm. and you can, you know, no, my shit is like, save some money. My shit is like X-Men <laughs> level. Oh, no, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mutant, like Professor X. Like I don't know. Try a 72-hour tolerance break. Okay. 70, that 73rd hour, when you come back, only smoke to the minimum amount you need to get high, then stop. Mm -hmm. And then next day, smoke like you normally do. But I promise you, your tolerance is going to be so different just yeah. in those three days. Okay, I'll try that. Yeah. I'll try that. I mean, but I, I don't know if I can make the whole 72. I might, you know you what I'm saying? I feel like people like us, we've got to stay in shape. No, no, no. But I, look, look, but let me, no, disclaimer. I've done, I've done like eight months of not smoking. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've I've really like cleared my calendar and hadn't smoked, didn't drink, I'm just really focused on. So I know how to lock in. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, uh, I don't know. I just haven't felt the need of, of doing that mm -hmm. for a while. Yeah. You okay. know? Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like when I know I'm going through stressful stuff, like in this last, you know, last three, four years have been pretty stressful dealing mm -hmm. with a divorce, mm -hmm. dealing with, you know, a lot of other, you know, issues and just personal stuff that I really like, you know, I know that, I, you know, I'm not on any other medications. I'm not. But but cannabis is kind of like the whew, even mm -hmm. the alcohol. I chill out on that. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I was self-medicating. But the cannabis, I, I think if I take a break from that, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, so, so we're so, not doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even, even 72 hours, you can do it. I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. So I'm, I'm bullshitting, is, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But yeah. I could do 72 but hours. Eight, eight months is what I, I did that too, mm -hmm. uh, twice in my life. That's the longest I went. I have done nine uh, months twice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you were having a baby. You know what? what you <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. We're talking about free will here. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you were you were on a mission. Like we're just doing this like brain power, man. Exactly. Like, you, know <laughs> you gave it away with the nine months. You should have, yeah. It's actually it's actually yeah. ten months. Yeah. You know, I mean That's true. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I think that this is something that could revolutionize the industry as long as, you know, the right people um, use it properly. I know we see cool things like 23andMe and then, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with that now. It's so scary, but I at least know you and I trust that you would not sell my DNA to like robots <laughs> or like, whatever no, Please don't clone me. So I, I just want to say, that, and this is really important about the DNA thing. We didn't register you. Mm. So you have DNA. Once you register, you have a number that's associated with you. Yeah. We we are looking for uh, as many DNA samples as we can. And we will have data, but we don't care about X's like personal information. Right. We care as a thousand people that have a similar genetic profile that have taken a protocol and showed that it was efficacious, that it worked for them. Mm -hmm. Right. So that way, machine learning, AI can start making predictions. Say, so you know what? You coming in, you're similar to all these people over here. And it, what that does, it creates what's called a, a polygenic risk score. Mm -hmm. A polygenic risk score is those hundreds of thousands of people that are similar to you. Mm -hmm. Because here's a concept. So it's like sort of revolutionary five-star reviews. Um, I was getting ski pants. So I, I'm 5'8", about you know 170, whatever. And I have my, my friends about 6'1", six, 6'2", six, really skinny. We both wear medium. So we bought ski pants. Mine were too long. His were too short. But they were both medium. 
So mm-hmm. how do we know it's not one size fits all? It's right. being as precise, specific as possible. So we need that information, yeah. but it's not your personal information. So yeah. we may sell data, but it's not going to be your personal data. It's for you know companies that want to make specific precision medicine. Okay, mm. gotcha. I think this makes it accessible for people who are you know. I just think like globally for if we all had had to get ready for something that was of this magnitude people have who have never consumed before um but are taking it serious and looking for alternative medicines outside of opiates would be able to use this and come into it comfortably and that's i think that's the one more feather in the cap of of cannabis and the ingenuity um that the people who are behind the plant are now putting to the public i think it's fantastic thank you i'll give you one more example so we're a global company uh, we have a partner in Brazil. The entire test is translated in Portuguese, but the way Brazil works is they write a prescription for cannabis. They give our DNA test to find out what they should take. We ship the actual products from the US to Brazil to the patient. In order for them to get a prescription next month, they have to give feedback on how that product worked for them. Mm-hmm. So we're collecting all this efficacy data that's coming from all over the world. Wait, wait, wait. you send marijuana to Brazil? But we send a cannabinoid uh ratio what's legal in that country so it's a 0.3 percent uh thc and cbd tincture can we make let me make that for you what what go on now brazil mexico the uk australia yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll make that for you, no problem. Man. What the it, fuck? I'll, I'll be, I'll be, right, I'll be whatever you guys are getting right now. I'll beat it. I'll beat it. That's right. Fuck yeah. See, connected. That's right. Partnerships happen. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. Well, that's very interesting. We'll talk on air about that. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the future, the future of our company. So right, right now we're looking at endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. The next is your entire genome. So right now we have reports on vitamin nutrient deficiencies, skin. So what kind of uh, uh, topical to use based on your skin conditions? Mm. We have women's health. So we are, we partnered with Dr. Jennifer Berman, who's a women's uh, health sex expert, and she is uh, asked us to make a women's health test to look at perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause, and what the predispositions for women are uh, there. So we have that one. We have a men's health test that's out and uh, a mental health test. So for predispositions, as you were mentioning mushrooms, as we're moving to first treatment-resistant depression, and are looking at psychedelics. So we have ibogaine, we have LSD, we have uh, psilocybin, ketamine, Mm -hmm. and MDMA. And so these are the the future tests that are coming out. Okay, so the women (laughs) test is smart because receptor sites on the uterus is pretty abundant. It's like the most abundant or most concentrated place on a woman's body of CB1 receptors, which is the receptor that's going to bind to our favorite cannabinoid, THC mm-hmm. or anandamide. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I feel like that's an organ that doctors just cannot, for the life of them, figure it out. It's mm. like, it hurts. Oh, okay. Where? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know how to get it to stop. Try yeah. this. <laughs> that, that's the future. It's, I want to go to a healthcare professional yeah. that deals with me specifically based on my own body chemistry. And, and the other part we're going to do is biological age. Mm-hmm. So we talk about genetic predisposition, but what about how do we know that it's actually working? So the thing we're going to have is your biological age. Mm-hmm. So there is a chronological age, then there's a biological age. Mm-hmm. How are your 
on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm 51. My biological age is 47. What wow. do I do to get my biological age down to 40? Mm-hmm. So I have a protocol. And in six months, I can swab myself again and see if my biological age has been reduced. Oh, I'm scared to see that. <laughs> <laughs> my scale has like a metabolic Man. metabolic age. <laughs> there you go. I'm two years younger than my age age. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is gonna read like a speed, no. like a like a like an odometer. No. Jesus, nah, we're gonna roll that shit back. We're gonna roll that shit back, man. We're gonna roll that shit back. One forty. Well, you, you've already started the journey. You, you've started the journey getting cracked mm-hmm. by the chiropractor. Yeah, make I made a few. I made a few, look. I know myself. Mm-hmm. I know I have to take small steps at a time, and yeah. then I go into a, a crawl, to a run, yeah. to a. A sprint. So for real run. Yeah, 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 for real run. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I think I'm warming up to all of these things, but I had to do like an equipment check first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for I sure. Mean, I had to make sure I wasn't going to blow a tire. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? What happened to like, me. I blew one. You know, blow a tire. You know, the gasket pop up here. <laughs> Spark you know, plugs. yeah, spark plug. All yeah. my shit is firing. I'm, right. I'm, my doctors were quite surprised. We were both having <laughs> a, a great laugh about it. It was like, Jesus, yeah. I'm shocked, yeah, me too. Like, shit, man. No, all but, right. it, no, but it, all jokes aside, man, I feel I feel really good about the direction. This is another part of this mm-hmm. because I do everything in balance, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm finding everything in balance. Like, I wrote a, I, I wrote a, um, uh, a, not to get all, you know, different on you, but I wrote a tweet the other day that said, you know, I've been fighting all my life to find, you know, fighting all my life for peace in life. Mm -hmm. And then I said, you know, and I just now realizing all I had to be is peaceful, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that, that's something that I've, I really felt like it was an epiphany for me. Like, you know, I can't wait for these things to like get better before I start treating myself better Mm -hmm. so this is this is something that i've been kind of doing mentally Mm -hmm. before i get back into just jumping into the gym and all that stuff you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying i like to be a self-motivator i know i need to be motivated by others you know but i motivate on my own time but when i go i go so i'm going guys i'm going yeah you gotta gotta pick it's you gotta pick what connects with you so for me i love to hike Mm. that's my it's not even the, the physical aspect of it is great, but it's the mental one. Like I escape from everything and I'm in nature. And as I'm hiking, I can, I'm not thinking, but information is flowing. So I get all my best ideas. I have my phone afterwards. I'm like, oh shit, I thought of this. I thought of that. When I'm not trying to force think mm-hmm. through that. So when you find what connects with you, that's that's a perfect. Yeah, I like to punch stuff. So uh, there you go. Yeah, I like to go hit. <laughs> I like to hit. Bag, you know? I like to hit. The, I like to hit. I don't like to punch a bag as much as I do the mitts. The you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pads, yeah. Like like so. Yeah, I, I I like the pads a lot better. Yeah. But I like that spar and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I don't like to get hit in the face. <laughs> I no, like no, I like to punch like it. Go out, yeah. I don't want to come back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drilling. Yeah, I got you. Oh yeah. I like to hit tennis balls. Yeah. That's fun to hit when you. I mean, getting your aggression out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Have you tried pickleball? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. I won a pickleball tournament in West Hollywood. No, I came in second place. <laughs> second place. I lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not. I won in my mind because it was my first pickleball tournament. What the fuck is pickleball? <laughs> it is life size ping pong. And oh. like fusion with tennis, oh. so you're using like an oversized ping, oversized ping pong paddle and a wiffle ball, 
Is it? Are you? Is he, is it like tennis? Or are you on a table? Yeah, it's yeah. like tennis. It's it's on a court. So it's, oh wow. Yeah, so it's like tennis. Okay. And the wiffle ball. I mean, you can't really. You can play like tennis. You can't just pick up a racket and play. Okay. It takes time to get there. With pickle, you can play immediately. Oh okay. Hell yeah. 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 My, <laughs> and my, it's a great way to run and get like cardiovascular exercise. My, my friend's an orthopedic surgeon. Said that he's never seen this many old people with. Injuries from pickleball. Yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out. Yeah, shout no, out. no, no, you will get injured playing pickle. Shout out orthopedics. I heard that. Shout yeah. out orthopedics. I <laughs> My thumb still hurts from like really? well over a year ago from playing pickle. So what? What is it? Like it's an oversized paddle. Like no, how it's big? like probably double the size of like a ping pong paddle. Oh, okay. Yeah, so not too big. So how are you gonna injure yourself? Now you got um, me worried here because it's. It's overly because, like, competitive. Because, yeah, because like, you have 70-year-old people who are playing and they thought they can oh, just no, come out Oh, no, 20-something, 30. We're all getting hurt out there. You think you are a professional <laughs> tennis player. You're winding up. You're sm- it's a wiffle ball. You can smack it so yeah, hard. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's still going to slow down a little bit. Yes, so yeah, exactly. 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 Right, it's cool. so all much right. fun. All right. Yeah. Well, we got to get some pickleball playing Let's going go. on around here. Let's go. pickleball league. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Well, mm-hmm. hey, man, Lynn, thank you for coming and blessing us today. Looking forward to getting my test results for my Indocana Health DNA swab to find out what I need to be doing with my cannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you yes. go. Yes. I'll go over your results. Um, how do they find it? How do they get in touch with you? So you can go to endodna.com, E-N-D-O-D-N-A, and I'm all over social, Len May. Len made DNA on Instagram. So reach cool. out. Very good. And um, yes, so we're going to figure out exactly what that is with my test. I know you got your results already. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what mine comes back as. But thank you for coming with us today and talking about the Indo DNA test, the Indo can of health. Hopefully, um, a lot of people can hear about this, get in touch with you, or get their hands on a test and have a safe journey into cannabis. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. For sure. All right. It's the Lasagna Ganja Podcast. I am Mr. X to the Z Exhibit. And I'm Tammy, a.k.a. The Cannabis Cutie. Yes, and we have uh, a lot in store for you coming up. Stay tuned. Check out the Lasagna Ganja Podcast wherever podcasts are streamed. And check out our separate feed with video episodes. Available on Spotify and YouTube. For more information, visit dcpofficial.com.